Hey lambs, did you miss us? Cause we missed you. Welcome back to a new year of the Me and Mariah podcast. I hope you all took down your holiday decorations. The time has come to move on until next December 4th. I, I mean, I don't know what to say. If you're new, I'm Taylor and I'm joined by my co-host, the Ryan Seacrest to my Kathy Griffin. Blake. Hi. <laughs> I feel like there was a time when Kathy Griffin was the Mariah Carey of New Year's Eve. Like Mariah's got Christmas, Kathy, New Year's Eve. Not that I've ever watched it, but I always knew that she was there and I felt comfort in that, you know? I agree with that. It, she was a staple. Yeah, and I have nothing against Andy Cohen. I just want Kathy to have her job back with Anderson Cooper. It's where she's supposed to be, but it would be a little awkward though now that he cut her off. Oh my gosh, did you see Andy Cohen? I did This not. New Year's Eve show? I heard about it, but I did not see it. He, he got so drunk. I'm pretty sure they were sponsored by this kind of obscure, I think it was Japanese liqueur, and he was drinking it all night long. Oh, there was one point he looked like angry. Like he was like angry drunk, Andy. It was bizarre. Kathy would never. I love that. She'd no. be a fun drunk. Yeah, I don't even think she drinks. She's sober though now. Yeah. She wasn't always. She never drank. Really? Yeah, no, she never drank. That was like part oh. of her shtick. Because oh. her parents were alcoholics. Oh, okay, okay. So she's like, look at those messes. Did she do other things? Well, we found out later. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. That I she didn't was think she doing, was actually no, sober sober. Drugs. Yeah, I kind of missed her this New Year's Eve special. Yeah, well, she kind of got off the rails a little bit. Remember when we saw her for her I Bit the Head Off a of Donald Trump tour? And she was just so wrapped up in him and his orange bullshit, it was like consuming her. I liked her during that period, though. She was making waves and she had to fund her own tour yeah that's true like she was such a badass because she believed in it so much that she found a way to make it happen even without funding and she was like really depressed and taking all those pills during that time so that can make you like different weird. Yeah. yeah and now she's survived cancer and kicked the pills so we're getting the same kathy back that used to you know take her top off and throw money on swedish tourists in times square <laughs> <laughs> some of her humor is a little um questionable but most comics are that's true. You got to push the line and then cross it. You you know a little something about that. Sometimes. <laughs> Are we going to go live to Nancy Grace? No, you've said some things that you shouldn't have said. Well, and, I... And this no. this year you promised you're not going to do that, right? Well, I... I here's what I'm going to promise. Okay. I'm going to promise to love you forever <laughs> and swear less than usual. Kathy presented at the American Music Awards once with Ryan Seacrest and it was the year that Mariah performed Through the Rain and Sharon Osbourne introduced her as the woman with the best boob job in the world or something like that. She's a real diva. She sings like and I love her. Plus the fact she's got the best booby job I ever seen. Wow. <laughs> I know a way to call her out. Yeah. It's funny though that Mariah denies that those aren't Manufactured. In what world would those Mariah's be natural? World, yeah, apparently. Mariah's world. <laughs> but anyways, Kathy had a story from that award show about Dick Clark, and he apparently he would stand on stage during the commercial breaks because he created the American Music Awards. I don't know if you know that as like a competition for the Grammys. Dick Clark did? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, because apparently the Grammys was on the network that he worked on, and then they chose to move it to a different network. So he was like, well, fuck it, let's make our own award show. I had no idea. I know. But so he would stand there and yell at people in the audience. <laughs> like, Usher, you have 45 seconds to get back in your seat, or Kid Rock, you better sit down. And I love. I would love to see that. Yes. 
I wonder if things would have gone differently for Mariah in 2016 when she performed on Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, if he had, like, actually still been alive instead of Ryan Seacrest. Mm. Like, would he have let her redo it? I don't know. Well, the thing is, is it was live. It's on a delay. But not very long. I don't know. If I remember correctly, they thought that they would be able to retake for the West Coast airing, so only half of the country would have seen, like, the fiasco. But it didn't work out that way. That's why Stella tried to blame Dick Clark Productions at the time. She said it was sabotage. isn't Mean Girls. This ain't Abby Lee Miller. Right, so she had a really challenging performance. And was it her first time ever performing on the New Year's Eve show? Well, no, I'll tell you later, but there were so many excuses about what went wrong. So first they said that it was her ear monitor, that she just couldn't hear herself. And then they said it was because the backup singers were moved off stage so that she couldn't get back in sync with the song. And then I also heard that she was just too zooted and just said, fuck it. (laughs) So if you can't hear it, how can you sing to it? And then if your microphone is also effed up, you can't hear singing. All you can hear is the audience screaming and, and a delayed musical moment. You know, all kinds of bullshit. But what damage did that really do for her? She's had several successes since. I think it was probably, um, it wasn't like career damaging as much as it was just embarrassing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because obviously she carried on, but I don't think that she takes that sort of failure well. So that's true. The fact that she like humiliation. Yes, the fact that she wanted to like come back stronger the next year makes total sense to me. Just caused me like a, 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 a just a wreck of a New Year's Eve and that's fine. As long as they didn't ruin anybody else's holiday then I'm good. If they got a little laugh out of it then that's fine. What do they want me to do? I don't know what they want me to do. I do wonder who Mariah got mad at. Like who was she <laughs> who did she blame for this debacle? Oh I think she blamed the to the producers. Yeah. Because she would never blame herself. I didn't obsess over the New Year's Eve thing. I not only, like, I watching the performance, I not only felt so awkward for her, but the dancers having to keep going yep. awkwardly. And they, that one guy just kept dipping her, like, <laughs> as, like, a safety blanket. I love the dips. He just kept dipping and dipping and dipping. And <laughs> that you could just tell they were like, all right, we're going to keep going. I don't know with all those dancers around who didn't stop and dance me off the stage. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, God bless them. Then they kept panning to the audience. 
And the audience just did not know what to do. Well, it's like on the Titanic when they were still playing the violins. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're going down (laughs) and we might as well go out in style. Yeah. The ship is crashing. They kept going back to like the same three girls that looked like nothing was wrong. Did you notice that? Probably because they were the only three girls in the audience that looked like nothing was wrong. Yes. They were probably so drunk, they were like, ah. Like when they were panning over the wide audience, no one was dancing and a lot of people looked uncomfortable. But then they just cut to these three girls having the time of their life over and over and over again. Like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And you know, if I was Mariah, you wouldn't get a live note out of me on television ever. Only re-recorded lip sync like Brandy or Beyonce. But she likes to be different. I know. And when she performed on Carson Daly's New Year's in like 2014, after the Art of Letting Go came out, she taped the performance like two or three weeks ahead so that they could go back and edit those vocals, which I will say were not her best. But the song choice was perfect. That year she did all the bops. Fantasy, Always Be My Baby, Honey, Emotions, Touch My Body, Hmm. Hashtag Beautiful. It's the way that I would imagine her to do a Super Bowl halftime show if she was ever invited. That sounds like it. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. All the good ones. But back to Dick Clark, though. So she came back the next year, like you said, after Mm -hmm. the crash and burn. Tits out for Jesus in negative (laughs) four-degree weather, snow, sang Vision of Love and Hero live in a crystal gown and feathered coat serving for what just because that's what happy new year i just want to take a sip of tea if they'll let me they told me there would be tea oh it's a disaster okay well we'll just have to rough it i'm gonna be just like everybody else with no hot tea i she needed redemption like big time i don't think she would have like rested easy not going on there proving that she could do it right yeah and you know she was the very first artist to ever perform live in times square that 2017 performance? No, 2005. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's funny because, just a coincidence, it was the first year Ryan Seacrest hosted. Mm. Because Dick Clark had a stroke, so he couldn't talk very well. And it was back when she was writing her first like big comeback. So she just performed songs from Emancipation of Mimi, which was the biggest album of 2005. And she did the remix version of We Belong Together, by the way, which I like so much more than the original. And I wish that that was how she performed it always. I know. I know you felt that way, but she's going to do her own thing. Yeah, always. And I don't think she'll ever do another New Year's Eve show like that again. I think that was it. We don't deserve another one. Do you think she has one in her? (laughs) I mean, if she wanted to, but the way people are so ready to claw her. And anyway, she makes so much money during December. There's no reason. She'd rather be swimming in the hot tub in Aspen. Still in the crystal gown and feathered coat, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And while we're on the subject of gowns and coats, let's talk about Mariah's latest Instagram ensembles. She must have a deal with Dolce & Gabbana where they pay for her Airbnb in exchange for these posts. Because, like, even Brian is posting in his Dolce & Gabbana pajamas with his name in crystals across his shoulders, toasting to nothing. Just lifting his glass in the air, facing the great outdoors. Do you think that she has an Airbnb or does she have a house there? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure she has a house. She probably rents a house. I'm sure it's hers. Don't do that to her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want to know the meaning behind it. I'm always very curious when people who aren't the Kardashians post stuff like that. Like, who is Mariah keeping up with? (laughs) Do you think that they're sponsoring these posts or there is a collab coming? Well, I think that is the collab. I think it's her wearing these gowns. Are collab as in, like... They're going to dress her for a big event. Well, they dressed her for her Christmas thing, remember? Oh, okay. So maybe it's still connected. I don't know. Maybe there's a contract. I think there might be. Like, maybe 
this whole year we're gonna see her in that in just that fashion forecast with mariah wow well back to the kardashians i really thought that mariah's mcdonald's merch was one of those jenner giveaways where no one wins because i did not win I know. You tried so hard, too. It's like those tag five friends and follow everyone I'm following, and you could win this $450,000 prize. (laughs) I know that's not the case because I know two people that got the shirt from the thing. And I almost had it, too. So let me tell you. I was at work, and someone texted me a screenshot of the app showing that they had just claimed their shirt. So I got on. I placed an order. Mm -hmm. I just literally picked the first thing, the Mariah item, boom, boom, boom whatever was there because I did not plan on picking up the order I just wanted the goddamn shirt right so I get the thing that the order's ready mm-hmm. <laughs> and I go to claim it and it says oops it looks as though you're not here like they can tell by my location that I'm not there <gasps> so they would not let me claim the shirt and I was at work so I couldn't leave so I was like well fuck it and then by the time that I was able to actually go into it they were sold out that had to have been fast yeah. Do you think they actually had a large stock, or do you think it was like a no, very No, you limited... sign up, and you get it in six weeks. Oh. It's not like they have them there at the store. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing. I know. Lambs who woke up early enough to get one, like if you got a beanie or a shirt, how early did you order? Like four in the morning? Someone let me know. 857-626-4552. Leave us a voicemail. And tell me your order, too. What did you eat the day that you got your shirt or that's beanie? That's what I was going to ask. if it's that early i hope you got a hash brown oh yes hash brown you know what else lambs i have another question that i've been wanting to ask and if there's anyone out there listening that has gone to a meet and greet in vegas with mariah i want to know if you think it was worth the thousand dollars you paid especially since she's recently said she's never touring again just call us leave us a message with your whole number one to infinity or butterfly returns experience we'll be here waiting 857-626-4552. Did I sound like a car salesman? You kind of did. The info's below if you like a visual, just so you know. Yeah. Um, Well, we're definitely getting new music from Mariah this year, so that'll be nice. Ooh, okay. Mariah predictions. Yes. You think new music. Well, it's been over three years since Caution, which came out four years after Chanteuse. So she's, she's... She's coming up on her time, yeah. I'd love to see her work with Skrillex again. Maybe do something with Timbaland. Maybe Pharrell, you know. But I'm sure it'll be Daniel Moore and Jermaine Dupri. Let's be real. So you think more, like, dance music, not going back to ballads as much? Who's the guy that does all Kim Petra's songs? That would be fun to see her. Oh. The guy who essayed. Not a good guy. Yeah. Dr. Luke. Yes. I would like her to do a Dr. Luke song. That's a more current, like collab probably yeah i think that would be good so you think new music more dancey i think based on the trajectory of her career i think she's kind of slowing down a little bit oh yeah um so i actually think it'd be really cool like in a dream world if she released a best of album at this point because she has a few decades of albums at this point she has a way more than enough material to have a best of album and have it be released on vinyl and like a really pretty like what if she did like a multicolor re- like release like a butterfly or a butterfly print like yeah. something unique that it's like a collector's item and it would be limited release high price point and if she was to release new music that was more dancey for this album she would kind of like catapult that by showing what a legend she is with 
the best of album. And she's done like greatest hits compilations before, but I think it would be cool to do what you're saying, but with the songs she chooses as her best songs. Like these are the best of me. Oh, so, yeah, that's a good point. And it would be like this is this is best the best of Mariah. Yeah. That's one of my predictions. Maybe not this year, but soon. I think she when you're slowing down, I feel like you have to kind of work off of your past more than create new. That's true. You know, and speaking of that, I'm all for like a duets album. Like that's mm. another thing that's going around that people are saying she's doing. Like going through her catalog and re-recording songs with other people and not necessarily the oh, big hits. Re-recording. With them, like as a as a duo. Who like, do you want to see her do, collab with? Well, I think that she could do like a song like Vanishing from her first album with Lady Gaga or like one of the weird ones from Emotions like The Wind it's like very jazzy it's not like a pop song Mm. Uh, I love her and Mary J. Blige on It's a Rap and I don't think that it got the attention that it deserved Mm. so I think they could do another song together that would be cool I think she could do Shake It Off with Lil Nas X oh wow you know to get the kids involved she can keep like because she works with nobodies when she does stuff like that. That's and it would be ask. smart to include somebody like that. But she's said that she's done something with Brandy already. And she also said that she redid The Roof with somebody. Mm. So I wonder if that's the same song. But I'll tell you what we're not going to get. What? We're not going to get the Justin Timberlake duet from yours. We're not going to get Luis Miguel on After Tonight. And we're not going to get another Nicki Minaj song, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so those were all like kind of older once you think she's starting fresh with this project yeah so is there anyone else like more current that you think of in little nas x that was one of my questions to you is like how how would she make this more current i'll tell who's you one i'll tell you one with? who's not good enough is doula peep i love her but the two of them could never that would never work mm. wouldn't be good i don't want to say and everybody's like oh it's this one it's that one no it's not that one in this one they need to stop trying to guess who I'm working with. Because you know why? I want to surprise the lambs. I want to surprise the lambs. I don't know who else she'd be willing to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think she would ever do one with Ariana Grande? She already did. She mm. re-recorded an old song with Ariana Grande? Oh, Santa. Oh, oh. well, that's just a holiday song. Yeah, I don't know if she would do it. Because I think in her mind, it's like, oh, we already did it. And Uh-oh. I don't think she wanted to do that anyway. I think Uh-oh. that was like a... Must, must. I think she understood the importance of it. That's mm-hmm. why she did it. But I don't think it was her choice. Remember when Jay Z and Linkin Park did their duets album? What a moment! Yeah. Like, forget Watch the Throne with Kanye. Jay Z's most iconic collaboration is Collision Course. <laughs> so if anybody wants to fight me, we can do it to the numb and encore <gasps> medley. Oh my god, I love. <laughs> Never mind. Let me retract that statement. Loved. That song. Can I get you know, Barbara Streisand and Elton John each have duet albums too. And Tony Bennett, when he did like two full ones just with Lady Gaga. Oh, I actually didn't know that. But before he did that, he did one like I'm talking with like a bunch of random people. Mariah's on it. With oh, him. that's so cool. Yeah. She's everywhere. I wonder. When do the bells ring for me? When someone ties a heartstring for me? When does it come my time? When does 
Um, speaking of her being everywhere, random side tangent. She was in that new. Well, she made an appearance in that new movie. Don't look up on Netflix. There's like a picture, like they scan over a picture of who the president has photos with, and one of them is Mariah Carey. I seen the picture of it. I fell asleep to the movie though, so I didn't oh. get to that part. But I am gonna watch it again. I wonder. Well, was it good? The movie? It was. I thought it was funny. It was okay. in the same like if you take it literally, you're gonna think it's just stupid comedy. Right. But I took it as more of like satire in the like category of idiocracy. Oh, you know that okay, film? yeah. And like that's what my apartment looks like right now because the trash people are on strike. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, not my that's, literal apartment. We're my kind of building. Close to that, like the the state of that movie. The dumpster life. shoot is just all the way everything full. The whole shoot packed to the third floor. That's a problem. Yeah. But that kind of brings me to like what else Mariah might do. I think she might start taking more appearances in film and TV as her music oh, career slows down. I would love that. Like I think she'll start to be like a featured guest on like some big shows or like a random appearance in a movie here and there but what i really think is okay i guess all my focuses are on her music career slowing down (laughs) i think the i think the importance she's placed on like entertaining and her like home environment and decorations and her fashion is like primed her to start to go more into like mariah carey home so oh. I think that something that might happen this year or soon is she might start to go into that category by releasing like a coffee table book or something like that. And she loves to think that she's like always in the kitchen. Mm. <laughs> so like incorporating like entertaining tips and recipes oh. and decoration tips. I think that would be a good PR move for her. I would love that. I would eat that shit I would up, love that too. And I would live my life by it. Yeah. It'd be your Bible. Yeah. Right at home Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a really good move for her and she'd make it really accessible so like everyone could buy it. I am so here for that. Well, I think it'll be a good year for Mariah, whatever she decides to do. Well, she's been talking a lot about her Butterfly Lounge project, which is apparently like a behind the scenes look at her creating new music with a live band in her living room. It is me producing, writing, working in the studio with the band, creating new songs. Ooh. And I read somewhere that Brian was the one who filmed it. So I wonder how much of that footage had to be reshot to get the lighting right. He filmed it? Apparently. She's just... She's giving him any job that he'll take. She doesn't want to get too many people on the payroll. So she just keeps making him do everything. Tanaka's been filming because I don't really trust anybody else to just like film, you know? And I sent you that article about how he allegedly is shopping for an engagement ring for her. It says he's been saving his allowance up for three years to be able to afford something Mariah worthy. I'll believe it when I see it. He said the word allowance? Well, I said that. Oh, (laughs) shut up. Well, I mean, what else is it? It's like when you work for your dad's company. He does make, I mean... But your mom's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's gotten some choreography gigs because he does choreography for Mariah, right? I mean, I've seen... Side projects. I've seen him advertise for, like, dance workshops and, like, like at a studio. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess that's a job. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah, good. I always wonder how that works when someone is so ridiculously rich Wealthy. and another like the other partner is not just a regular person. i thought that they would just pay for their own almost the regular person would just pay for no their own? the the rich person would just, would just pay, pay for, for both own. yeah yeah that's what i would do if i was the rich person yeah because it's not about money and i'm sure that's what it is for them because it's not about money to her or she wouldn't be dating no. him she would be dating somebody with money yeah but she already tried that and it didn't <laughs> look yes. how that worked out yeah well maybe he just wants to do it right or whatever 
Anyways. Anyways, back to the Butterfly Lounge. It sounds like a place where you can get a lap dance and some good buffalo wings. Like, <laughs> very lightly breaded and crispy. They probably make their own ranch at the Butterfly Lounge. Ew. It's their specialty. The lap dance brings them in, and the ranch keeps them coming back. <laughs> We're going to get it to a streaming service. I think it's going to be on Apple TV, which I found out I was paying for. Oh, okay. Yeah, mystery I, solved. Yeah, well, I lost my wallet and I had to replace all my cards. And last week I got an email about my payment for Apple TV being declined because I canceled that card. So that's that on that. I'll have to resubscribe when she does this butterfly thing. I want to see that too. That's a cool concept. I know, huh? She needs to do more of that behind the scenes stuff. I Like love. make people feel connected to her. I know. And speaking of behind the scenes, this week is the 20th anniversary of her MTV Crips episode. Oh my gosh. I know. Is it? Yeah. Well, we already did an episode on that. We did. So you can go back and listen to it. I don't remember which one it which is, one but is it's, that? it's called MTV Cribs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I've got this week. Do you have any resolutions for yourself? Like, what are we doing differently this year? Because I'm not changing shit. The world is ending. So I see no point. And I should have asked you that <laughs> at the beginning, but whatever. <laughs> I feel like it's too late. I'm the same as like with the Christmas decoration thing when it mm. comes to like Happy New Year. You got to say it on the first or it doesn't count. It's stupid. Well, what if you haven't seen someone since? Well, it's a new year. It's just hi. I haven't seen you since last year. <sighs> yeah, I don't know why. You, that's just a tacky joke. I, I mean, whatever. I do have resolutions. <laughs> what are um, they? I have a lot of goals for my business and I'm also getting married <laughs> so that's one yeah. i'm just hoping to have a lot of fun around that and i'm hoping to continue my love for mariah so all my wow. homework becomes more bearable <laughs> this year we'll be able to do something current as it's happening so that'll be more fun and exciting so it'll yes. be like you can come to this podcast as a source of information a source of current updated what she's doing in the now yeah it felt like the first season was a lot about like the education of mariah almost <laughs> like the the base yeah and we're going to be talking about a lot of new exciting things this year you know just before we go i remember the 2008 to 2009 new years um we were together and i was playing r&b junkie by janet jackson and when Midnight came, I remember telling you that this is the first song we're hearing this year. This is like setting the mood for oh. 2009. And you were pissed <laughs> that that was the song. I remember this. Where were we? We were in my living room at my mom's house. Oh my God, were we? Yeah, because we took those Polaroids right at midnight of us oh, like against the white. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, why? You, I was like, you chose for me. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I want to choose my own first Well, song. what would you have chosen? Keeps what we aim for? <laughs> At that time, it would have been Pierce the Veil. Honestly, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, they had a resurgence on TikTok. I don't know these things. Yeah. The only thing I see on TikTok is the uh, Madonna, the Frozen song. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. You would if you heard it. I don't even know what you're talking about. You would if you heard it. Trust uh, me, you've heard it on your TikTok. I hope you guys enjoyed our bonus episode, and we definitely want to do more of your stories. We want to highlight your Mariah moments. So when we say to call in, we mean it. <laughs> yeah, call in. Leave us a voicemail. There's a few I have to go through right now. You don't now, need to but... say the number again. <laughs> Stop below. <laughs> Can I just do my car salesman pitch one no, more time? Okay, no. fine. We've well, had enough. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Okay, bye. Bye. Ah!